Hello, everyone, and welcome to In This Economy, the podcast where young people from Zimbabwe and around the world discuss how they are navigating life in the current economic circumstances with me, your host, Kim Yajeka. So we're almost through with season two. I have two really great episodes left that I'm very, very excited for you all to hear. But I thought it'd be great at this point, at this juncture in the season, to have another mini slash solo episode. Um, And I really like doing these because it gives me an opportunity to share um, the process of creating this platform and just talk a little bit about what's influencing the podcast, where it's going and all of that good stuff. So yeah, for today's solo episode, I will be discussing podcasting in this economy and talk about my experience so far and some of the things I've learned. So yeah. Uh, let's get into it. These are in no particular order of significance or importance, by the way. It is just me sharing stuff that I have picked up and learned. And yeah, I, I hope it's interesting. Um, so yeah, the first thing is that not every idea is a good idea. So whenever I get inspired by a concept or an episode, you know, theme or something, I like to bounce that idea off other people, literally anyone who will listen. Um, my friends who are also content creators, whoever's sitting next to me, whoever I happen to be on the phone with, as soon as I get an idea, I like to just, you know, bounce it off just to see how it could possibly be received, maybe flesh it out, get a different perspective and all of that good stuff, right? But also naturally, I'm an overthinker and I like to over intellectualize things sometimes. So I'll have like a concept in my head and I will think it and turn it out and do like a mind map or whatever. And it sounds so good when I'm talking to myself about it. But when I share it, um, the other other people sometimes are just like, sorry, what? What are you trying to say? Like, for example, I haven't had an episode about dating in this economy just as an example um and obviously you would have an episode like that because people like talking about relationships in whatever context on whatever platform right and if you want clickbait if you want people to engage and it's some of like the most relatable content is with dating i just feel like from the angle of this podcast so far i have nothing of value to add that hasn't already been talked about and spoken about at nauseum on the internet or on radio, whatever. And I like to keep, you know, my ideas kind of fresh and relevant. And because dating is something that everyone talks about all the time, I want to find interesting an interesting way to talk about it, you know. So I have thought about talking about the economics of love because that's something I've been researching a lot about of late. I've been thinking about, you know, doing the history of like dating culture and how we ended up to, you know, this point with online dating and scamming through relationships and doing all of that kind of stuff, you know, like Tinder Swindler, all that good stuff. Right. And in my mind, it all sounds like brilliant. But when I say to people there, you know, the last person I spoke to about this was like, yeah, uh, keep that, you know, let that marinate for a little while, (laughs) you know, really think that through and what you're trying to achieve with it and that's not the only topic um there's so many other things i've thought about but haven't quite come to fruition even these mini episodes i thought of like 
what I thought was like a cute name for them. And everyone I told about the cute name for solo episodes was like, yeah, that ain't cute. I don't know if I'm going to share. No, I'm not going to share that. Um, what the idea was. But people just like lukewarm responses or lackluster responses like, uh, you know, maybe keep thinking about that. You know, so not every idea I come up with is a good idea. And not every moment should really just be about content creation sometimes. And a conversation is just a conversation. It doesn't need to morph into like an episode or a podcast idea. Um, and every idea doesn't, it, it, yeah, because this is an audio platform, um, you need to make it engaging and something interesting and easy to follow um, for people to understand. Because I think when I listen to podcasts, I don't know about you, but I'm doing something else. So, you know, keeping things quite simple is important. So, yeah, that's why I, very, I try to have very broad topics, allow whoever I invite on to talk about it and let the conversation go wherever, in whatever direction it goes in. But at the end of the day, keeping it simple, keeping it clean and keeping it like just, you know, fresh, I guess. I don't know. But not every idea is a good idea. Um, all right. And then the second thing is passion projects. OK, I, the value of passion projects. This platform is definitely my very first like real hobby or passion project and on this platform, on some episodes, I've talked a little bit about non-income generating hobbies, and I do not earn any kind of money from doing this. It's purely just out of enjoyment, and it's something I've grown to, you know, really like doing. And I'm not saying that I'm not open to monetizing in any way or getting sponsorship if the right opportunity presented itself. I would be very open to it. I would be very open to it. <laughs> whoever's this thing um but overall like I've just realized and understood why it's a passion project because producing this podcast does cost money um it's not a free it's it's not a free enterprise the hosting site so how it works is I record the episode create like an mp3 file post that on the hosting website the hosting website gives me what's called an rss feed that rss feed is what you submit to like spotify apple Podcasts, and whichever other platform will receive the rss feed and that's what makes it available for anyone to listen that's not free um i also use canva <laughs> to um, make the social media posts and um, different social media campaigns that I do for the podcast. And that's also not free. But just a side note, if anyone would like to give me like a crash course on how best to optimize the use of Canva Pro, that would be lovely. I started using Canva like four, maybe five years ago for university, like while I was in university to make presentations because I think the platform has nicer, you know, slideshow options and more professional looking, you know, presentations than Microsoft PowerPoint does. So I started using the free version. And of course, for this podcast, I wanted to make really cool, but simple, professional looking posts. So I started using the pro version. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm not really seeing the difference. I mean, yeah, there are a few more templates I can use, a few more effects and all of those kinds of things. But I'm just kind of like okay should I keep you know paying for this or no I don't know I don't know but 
if anyone would like to give me a crash course just to fully optimize its usage, that would be lovely. But for now, I I guess I enjoy the access to the additional stuff you can do, you know, like the additional effects, templates, and also like, I, I don't know if you noticed, but just a little fun fact about the social media posts. So the color theme for this season is yellow. And if you look at the posts on the top left corner, it's like a light yellow. And then the bottom right corner, it's a dark yellow. And the two yellows kind of converge in the middle and have like a really nice effect. I know it's not noticeable, but if you really look at it, it looks nice. And I like doing that. It's like it makes me feel like I'm really like digitally designing and being like a real kind of content creator, whatever. Um, my Both my siblings are super creative. My sister is a wonderful artist. My brother is, of course, a musician. So whenever I do that, I feel like, yeah, me also. I'm very creative. <laughs> All right, that's just like a little oversharing, a little fun fact. So yeah, I don't like, the only thing I right now get out of this podcast, honestly, is just enjoyment, is satisfaction. It's also, I guess, a sense of purpose. I really... I have fun doing it and it's something I think about all the time. But the flip side of that is I would be lying if I said, you know, things like the number of downloads and the amount of engagement are things that I didn't care about. Um, sometimes I've only been doing this for about six months, but, you know, sometimes you have like, OK, this episode should get a certain number of downloads on the day of publication. And when it doesn't reach that goal, I, I feel like, oh, do people not like it? Um, am I in over my head? Is it not good content? Is it boring? Um, or is it just the podcast just bouncing around my friends and people I know? And then I go back to, you know, the why. Why am I creating it? What is the goal? Is it to monetize? Because that honestly was not a goal I started out with. But, you know, it's stuff like that that I think about. And it truly just gives me a better understanding and appreciation for what a passion project is and just remembering like why you start doing something why you're doing it and you know maybe one day it might you know I have a full-time like corporate job in Zimbabwe so I, I don't earn in foreign currency but to pay to produce this platform is in foreign currency maybe one day it might be too expensive for me to continue doing it and I may have to stop I don't know but I don't want it to get to that point I find you know producing this show is on my list quite high on my list of priorities so I'm like ah oh, so this is a passion project I'm quite passionate about it and I think this is the first time I've experienced something like this so I'm just like hey you know, this is cool. This is nice. Um, uh, pros and cons, but yeah, that's that. Um, and then the final thing, of course, is that content creation overall is hard. And enough respect to people who have been able to make a full-time living off of creating content, whether it's podcasting, social media stuff, whatever. If you've been able to like make a living it's really difficult creating something and then presenting it to an audience and hoping people engage with it and continuously engage with it oh excuse me has been hard it's so so challenging I do one episode per week and that takes up so much time and energy um, because recording is the fun part to me it's the best part right but for this sort of platform it's the pre and post production. Hey, hey, look at that. Um, pre and post production that takes 
the most time. Pre-production being looking for guests, writing the episode outline. So that's the question so that, you know, you can frame where things are going. And then, um, you know, setting up a time, coordinating, you know, people flake people and then you need to figure out okay can I replace them with somebody else or should I record something on my own or should I just table this or change you know my whole schedule the whole theme or whatever um and doing all of that then there's the actual recording which is like for me um 45 minutes to an hour sometimes an hour and a half depending on how you know great and engaging the conversation is going and then post-production is after we record after I've recorded editing you know taking out some of the like the ums the awkward silences because that does happen honestly it does um taking out the parts especially when you're recording you know like virtually um on i use zoom on a telephonic like platform you know there are parts when the internet connection goes off so you need to cut that out sometimes it doesn't really sound great when both of you are laughing at the same time so it's like picking okay whose laugh is nicer for this section if it's not like molding properly because of the connection sometimes they're static and you know you need to do all the mastering and mixing of the yeah putting the different like i call them voice filters um to make people sound nice so it sounds nice on people's headphones and even if they're listening on their computer wherever you're listening so that you think it it sounds good just making a good product that people are using time energy data whatever just making it worthwhile um that's what I feel like post-production is um all of that takes so much time and so much energy so for people who release you know a podcast episodes bi-weekly or almost every day people who do youtube videos like daily vlogs like everybody especially you know in africa building an audience is difficult because there's no internet access i think it's only 28 percent of women in in Africa, in sub-Saharan Africa, have access to the internet. And overall, I think not more than 35% of the population in Africa in general has internet uh, has internet access. So you're creating, like, and there are hundreds and thousands of podcasts out there. So you're creating something and hoping to create an audience and hoping to do all of, like, it's, it's really hard. And my hat's off to people who do it all the time, who are able to make a complete living out of it. You know, I talk to people about this all the time. It's just like, hey, you know, well done. And of course, I hope to grow my platform. I don't know if I'd ever get to that point. Um, but it also makes me think about, you know, again, going back to the why. Why am I doing this? What's happening? And so far, overall, this has been an enjoyable process. What I thought this would be what I thought the podcast would be when I had first started it. It's turned into something not too different, but quite different. I really did think that we'd be talking about the different aspects of the economy in Zimbabwe and the world. And people would share some of their, you know, experiences or share their views from their perspective. Right. But what it's turned into is now talking about people's experiences, their lived experiences in the context of the economic situation, which I really love because it just started off with the first round of guests I had just being so open and so vulnerable and so candid and so honest about, hey, um, I know this is the economic situation, but this is actually how I see things, you know? This is, you know, where my point of view comes from. So you really can't divorce 
or remove yourself from the environment. But what makes the content, I think, so relatable is people are talking about very simple, everyday things in the context of such a complex world, you know, which I really like and I appreciate and I appreciate anyone listening and people who engage with it. And I am really enjoying creating, you know, a space and a platform to talk about these things. And I'm hoping to diversify the content a little bit more, maybe take a couple like do more video do really cool stuff and whatever the outcome wherever the platform goes I just want to know that at the end of the day people enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoy creating it but also that um, it's impactful in some way and that you know the, the the platform represents a moment in time a moment in history, a moment in whatever, where the views of a generation were captured. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded a little bit low-key narcissistic. Hey, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But I feel like that's like typical millennial content creator. It's just like that little clip from girls that goes around that I feel that I am the voice of my generation. I don't feel that way, but I do appreciate giving room for people to share their lived experience for this period in time and contributing to the, I guess, recording, literal, quite literal and figuratively speaking, the recording of this time in history where between uh, what is about to what's predicted to be the third really crazy economic crash war starting third year of a pandemic all of this in the context of people living their lives and trying to figure it out so yeah i guess that's that's it those are some of the things i've learned um and if you like these episodes please let me know i, I can talk all day i just i just want to know is this solo thing something you know people would like to hear more of i i produce based literally on what is getting the most traction as well because like i said i do care about the numbers too um but yeah please do not forget to follow the podcast on social media at in this economy podcast on instagram that's at in this economy podcast on Instagram and follow me your host at Kimya Jekka on Twitter as always let's keep the conversation going and I will catch you on Thursday where I have such a great episode I'm so excited to share this one with you a little bit on the controversial side um but yeah <laughs> all right I will catch you Thursday bye